Hello, you're listening to the Praxis 42 Health and Safety Made Simple podcast with me, Tracy Seward. Each episode, we take a different health and safety topic, break it down, cut out the jargon and put it into plain English with the aim of making it easier to understand and easy to implement. Today, we're going to be talking about what are the Management of Health and Safety at Work Regulations 1999. The Management of Health and Safety at Work Regulations 1999 is one of the main pieces of legislation covering workplace health and safety in the UK. This guide outlines what it means for employers and employees. Workplaces can be dangerous environments. In 2019 and 20, 693,000 people were injured at work in the UK and 111 employees were killed. As well as the personal cost to the people affected, businesses lost 38.8 million working days to illness and injuries. These figures show just how vital health and safety management is. Employers have legal obligations for dealing with any risks and employees have responsibilities too for keeping workplaces safe. The costs for not complying can be high in terms of people being injured or losing their lives, the penalties imposed and the damage to the organisation's reputation. Management of Health and Safety at Work Regulations 1999 The Management of Health and Safety at Work Regulations 1999, also known as the Management Regs, were created under the Health and Safety at Work Act 1974 to meet the requirements of European directives. The regulations set out the framework for managing health and safety and places an explicit legal duty on employers to assess and manage health and safety risks in the workplace. The minimum requirements are that processes and procedures should exist to meet the general legal obligations that have existed for many decades. The management system should include assessments of the risks to employees, customers, contractors and anyone else who comes into contact with the organisation. A health and safety policy and arrangements written down and recorded if the business has five or more employees, appointing a competent person or persons to assist management with advice and guidance about workplace health and safety requirements and ensuring employees and managers are competent following managing safety training. The regulations are enforced by health and safety executive inspectors or local authority officials, such as environmental health officers. Inspectors may visit an organisation following an employee complaint or concern as part of a general health and safety promotional campaign or following an accident, ill health or incident that might have been reported under the Reporting of Injuries, Diseases and Dangerous Occurrences regulations. Inspectors have the legal right to enter a premises and speak to employees and safety representatives. They can examine any part of the organisation, including equipment, machinery and substances, and can issue enforcement notices. Their actions range from verbal or written advice to formal caution, such as an improvement notice, prohibition notice, or commence proceedings that may lead to prosecution. Penalties for the most serious health and safety offences are unlimited fines or up to two years in prison. If you break health and safety laws, the health and safety executive may also charge a fee to cover its costs for investigating and taking enforcement action. So what are employers' responsibilities? It's important for employers to encourage a positive health and safety culture in the workplace. Not only is it the law, but it also helps to improve relationships with employees, suppliers and customers, reduce insurance costs and enhance an organisation's reputation. Employers must regularly assess the risks in their workplace 
and put a plan in place to control them and check that the controls and systems are effective. A risk assessment should follow these steps. 1. Identify the hazards and risks that could cause illness or injury. Number 2. Decide who could be harmed and how seriously. 3. Come up with measures to remove the hazards or control the risks. 4. Record the findings and implement the precautions. And 5. Review the assessment to ensure it remains effective. The regulations require that risk assessments and other health and safety activities to be carried out by a competent person appointed by the employer. This is likely to be a senior employee or managers, but in larger organisations, external health and safety experts might be required. A competent person should have the skills and knowledge to recognise workplace hazards. It can be one person or more than one. Formal qualifications are not specifically required, but depending on the risks and complexity and the size of the organisation, then a qualification may be essential to meet assessed competency requirements. Managing safety training is recommended to ensure competence and understanding of responsibilities and how to implement the management system. All employees must be aware of workplace hazards and risks, so every worker should receive health and safety training that's relevant to their job and risk profile. This could include regular general training days, toolbox days or on-the-job training on how to safely operate a piece of equipment. Employees should always have access to health and safety information via, for example, a company intranet or employee manual. All employees are required by law to have a policy and organisational arrangements for managing health and safety. It should outline your general approach for managing risks and who is responsible for health and safety matters and when and how they will do it. If an organisation has five or more employees, the policy must be written down. Although organisations with less than five employees don't have to write it down, the health and safety executive says it's useful to do so. A health and safety policy must be shared with employees and they must be informed if anything changes. So what are employees' duties? Employees play an important role in effective workplace health and safety. Under the Management of Health and Safety at Work Regulations 1999, the employees are required to use any machinery, equipment and substances in accordance with training and instruction. They must also inform their employer, or someone else who is responsible for health and safety, of any workplace dangers or shortcomings in the organisation's safety practices. As a general rule, employees should take reasonable care of their own health and safety at all times and be aware of how their actions could affect the safety of others. The importance of health and safety training Providing health and safety training to your workforce is a legal requirement under the Management of Health and Safety at Work Regulations 1999 and employers risk penalties for failing to properly provide it. All employees should be aware of risks and how to manage them. Training should be relevant and based on training needs analysis referencing the findings of the organisation's risk assessment and control. Training must also be undertaken in work's time or paid overtime to attend and refresher training must be provided and programmed in as part of the organisation's management processes. Training is particularly important for managers and supervisors with responsibility for groups of employees. They should be aware of areas such as risk assessments, their responsibilities set out in the management system and how to monitor and check that workplace precautions are in place and work activities are being carried out safely through inspections and performance management. If you need any more information on our managing safety training, 
you can go to our website at www.praxis42.com or call us today on 0203 011 4242 or email us at solutions at praxis42.com You've been listening to Safety Made Simple, our podcast series helping to make the world of health and safety easier to understand and implement. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover, then please get in touch using the hashtag safetymadesimple or via our website at praxis42.com.